today on the Chat and Chew Show. That's huge. Okay, so maybe approaching it like this, we've been together six months, I'm ready to have kids, you know, how do I, I move it along? It could be a sign of control. Hey everybody, it's your girl Roxanne, and today we're making a stuffed tomato. All right, well, hello everybody, and welcome to the Chat and Chew Show. My name is Betty. And I'm Roxanne. And you guys, we are not in the same room. This is our new normal. So if you're like most of us in the world, you are not going out at all. So we want to continue giving you some great content. And so we're just meeting on Zoom like everybody else. <laughs> we're, zooming. we're zooming. Zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> and uh, as you know, this show is designed to empower you to do your relationships better. And we say this all the time. Everybody is in a relationship. You're either... Yeah. Married, single, divorced, widow. Mm -hmm. It's complicated. That's what you said. Complicated. And then you can also be a family member. You could be a brother, a sister. You could be a mom. Yeah. All relationships. Yeah. You can be Barbie and Ken. <laughs> That's true. And, and, if, and if you're honest, you'll know that in all these relationships, sometimes they can be really, really... Dang, I was making sure I was recording. They, they can be really difficult. <laughs> Girl, it's been a week. <laughs> so if you're in a relationship, you know sometimes relationships can be tough. And so we want to be able to give you tips. I know. Y'all just going to get the mess ups today. <laughs> because we have one of my best friends in the whole world Yay. joining us today. <laughs> that is Miss Danisha Smith. And we're doing our favorite episode, which is, come on, Roxy. Ask the coach. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> I needed like a choir. No, let's do it again. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Ask the Fantastic. Thanks, ladies, for having me today. Yeah. Now, you got this beautiful backdrop where I, I got part of my dirty kitchen. <laughs> Roxanne got her beautiful kitchen. <laughs> What's this behind you? Well, you know, I thought it might be important for the fans to see where your uh, coach comes from. And so I'm close to the Bay Area. And so behind me is a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge. Nice. Yes. So I bring you greetings, warm greetings today, because it's nice outside, almost 70 plus degrees wow. from California. Hey. Nice. We're in the DC area and it's about 40 here. Mm. <laughs> and windy. Yeah. It's windy and today. Windy. 
Oh, oh no, no. y'all goodness. can keep that. Y'all can keep that. <laughs> no, that's crazy. No, so crazy. Like said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like we said, we're all in the house that Danisha's in California. Roxy is in her state. Mm-hmm. Roxy want to remain anonymous, so I'm not going to tell y'all where she's at. And then I'm in my state. Um, and, uh, so we got some really interesting questions mm-hmm. for So we're just going to dive right in. Okay. All right. So question number one is, I've been seeing someone for six months. I know it's early, but I think he may be the one. Also, I want kids. And I'm in my late 30s, and I'm not getting any younger. How do I move things along towards marriage without seeming too pushy? Mm. Yeah, that's a tough one. I hear um, many of my clients uh, talk about this because, you know, um, for some reason, we as women think that we have a biological clock that's really ticking. Um, but with the advances in science, it's, it, there are ways you can still have children even mid 40s. So to this person, I would say, one, it's not too late. You still have some time, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you know? How do you know he's the one and you don't want to come across too pushy? It's very, it's, it's easy, but yet challenging at the same time. Easy because if this person has become your best friend, then broaching the subject should not be challenging for you. Mm-hmm. What makes it challenging for you is that you have this time constraint or this appearance or maybe invisible time constraint that you want kids, you want it now. And maybe there are some things that he's still working out or he's not ready now. So the best way to broach this conversation would be, you know, we've been having a great time. It's been six months. Um, you know, what, what, what do you see in the, in the next five years for yourself? Do you see yourself married? Do you set yourself with children? Um, if you haven't had this conversation about marriage and children, then maybe at six months it might be good for you. If your relationship is at a place where bringing up the subject or idea of kids um, can cause harm in the relationship, then don't go there because he's, he's definitely not ready. Um, but take your time. Um, time is is basically an invisible proctor of where we're going to go, what we're going to do, how we're going to get there. And it's an, also a sign of you're wanting to control the relationship where mm-hmm. the relationship can't be controlled. Wait the relationship is only determined. Go ahead. I was going to say, wait a minute. Uh, that's huge. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe approaching it like this, we've been together six months. I'm ready to have kids. You know, how do I, I move it along is could be a sign of control. Mm-hmm. That you are trying to control the relationship. That's strong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've been single. You've been single for let's say up to thirty years, right? You you have a way of doing things. You know. You know how you like your bed made. You know how you like your coffee in the morning. You know how you want your toast lightly toasted, not too burnt, and a little <laughs> little toasted on the outside, soft in the middle, with a little slap of butter on it. Um, <laughs> we have we have to be honest as women and say if this is a woman it could be a male let's say if it's a woman if it's a woman we have to be honest and say that we have a very distinct way of how we want to live our life mm-hmm. where we are comfortable right mm-hmm. um and so that puts us in the power seat so mm-hmm. whether you're now male or female you're in this power seat that i've been single for this long i know how i want stuff done mm-hmm. so if you're at this place mm-hmm. in your life you have made this determination i want to be married i want kids i want it now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and your mate's not there yet, that's mm-hmm. gonna come across pushy. That's gonna come across controlling. Um, mm-hmm. And that person might even back further away. So it's best to say, you know, what are your goals? 
where do you see yourself in five years? Um, mm. are, are children in your future? Mm. You know, um, what's most important in a relationship? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you, what do you value in this relationship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if there's no value, if there's no investment, um, then why even have the, why even ask the question? This person yeah. might not even be for you. Wow. That's strong. Okay. Well, <laughs> so six months is appropriate. <laughs> six months is appropriate to go there. Six yeah. months is appropriate to definitely find out, um, what the person is thinking in terms okay. of relationship or in terms of your relationship. Hey, you know what? We've been having a really great time. I enjoy your company. Um, when we go out, we can talk about anything and everything. And that just, just brings so much joy to my life. I really appreciate having you in my life. Mm-hmm. With that said, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see us maybe in the next four months? Mm-hmm. This is good. You know? Yeah, and I thought, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's a good point that they're, that you're saying, like, at this point, you obviously have a good friendship and you can talk to each other about things. Because um, I think that sometimes where people get in trouble is they are paying attention to the checklist more so mm-hmm. and not so much. Can we actually hold a decent conversation? It's more so like, oh, he has a good job. He does this well. He does that. Like all those superficial things. And so if you ha- have that level of conversation, you can actually talk about real issues like this. So that's mm-hmm. a cool, like that's a good key first mm-hmm. step to <laughs> consider. Mm-hmm. You have right. that. And another thing I'm finding too, going back to that controlling piece, mm-hmm. is um, sometimes we come across. I don't want to say desperate because that's like a dig. So it's, I'm not trying to say desperate, but we we can we can position ourselves in such a way that we focus so much on what's up, what's right in front of us, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, she looked good. He looks good, right? Um, oh, I like I like the car he drives. He has a job. She has a job. They are, or she owns her own home. She, you know, she's an entrepreneur. Um, we focus so much on the physical that we forget to to build on that emotional, um, social, emotional, even um, mental relationship of mm-hmm. what other things does this person bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So while we're going through that checklist that Roxanne just described, I mean, are they hitting all my felt needs? Mm. And so what if the person, here's another question. What if this person hits all of your felt needs, right? Mm-hmm. But doesn't want kids. Is that a deal breaker? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so you have to ask yourself, what's, what's most important? What's the most important to me right now? What, wow. and what, what is most valuable, to, valuable to me in this relationship over the long term of the relationship? Because mm-hmm. if children is a deal breaker for you, then yeah you have to make some tough decisions yeah Yeah. and not try to and not try to be like well i'm gonna convince him right children because you're gonna spend your whole time frustrated trying to convince him Mm -hmm. you know you give me a baby or whatever you know right or convince her because at the same time she might be very career driven you know i've worked hard i you know i went to school i got my master's degree or i fought every channel in this corporation to get to the stature no, I ain't having no babies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Wow, wow. I, I have a I have a follow up question, and and you know my story. Most of you guys know I've been married 31 years. So I I, I, I and Danisha, you're married too. Roxy is the the single one among us. But when is it too early? And <laughs> what you say? I said Roxy oh. is the smart one. <laughs> oh, <Helen. laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say 
say it's too soon to say I love you to someone? Oh, that's a good question. When, when would I say it's too soon? Yeah, like we're talking, this is six months and I'm already saying, you want to get married? You have one, have kids? I, I like that you were saying, I appreciate being with you. You know, I enjoy your company. But but when is it too soon to say, you know, I love you? You know, when is, <laughs> when is it? <laughs> I know the first date is too soon. Absolutely. The first date is definitely too soon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, um, I'll use my own relationship as an example. Um, my now husband told me that he loved me. Your now husband. My now husband. Yeah, my now, <laughs> my, my main husband, my only husband. But he, he, when we were dating and we were young, uh, he told me probably at around four months okay. that he, was, he loved me. And I just kind of went like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he talks about That's me so nice. bad. He's like, you hurt my feelings. I was like, well, I said, that is so sweet. But I couldn't say it yet. Because at that time, I was—I didn't know if I loved him. I knew mm-hmm. I he made me laugh. I knew that um, he was bringing some things out of me and pulling me out of my shell because I was very introverted. Um, and I liked, I liked what I was becoming. That was good for me. But I wasn't sure if that was enough for me to say I loved him. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like because he was at this place, right, of saying I love you, that the, he was pushing the relationship faster than I wanted it to go. Wow. And we ended up taking a break. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I had to let him know that my prior, what my priorities were. My priorities were God first, mm-hmm. my family second, mm-hmm. my education or my career third, and then he was about a good fourth. Oh my! <laughs> and he stayed around and stuck in there until he made it in. <laughs> my brother pursued me, girl. He pursued. So me. how did you? So how did how did you know to go back to him, or how did you guys link back up? Look, we need to forget about the rest of the questions. Yeah. So okay, so we broke up uh, mm-hmm. for about three months, three and a half, maybe four months, and then that time. Um, I talked to other people, but not really talked to them because I was like focused on taking care of me. Um, he talked to a few people. We got back together. So after about month three, we got back together. Um, and that lasted probably a month because then the brother was mad and he had to have some get back, you know, and broke up with me. No, I was get back. I didn't learn it was get back until after we had been married y'all for 20 years. Get out of here. I kid y'all not. And we came up in conversation. It's hilarious now, but we good. Yes. Right. He said, oh no, I did that to get back at you because I was hurt. He was hurt. But I broke up, I broke up with him back then because I didn't know if I loved him. Um, I think the moment I knew that I was deeply in love with my husband now, um, it was a, we were uh, on a camping trip with, uh, we worked for a church and we were on a camping trip with these kids. And um, I ended up coming down with some serious migraines on this trip that I could not shake that had me all messed up. And I'm with these little fourth grade girls, it was horrible. And just his overall care and concern for me, like my safety, my well being, while I was kayaking with these girls and I had this migraine. Um, and all the things that he did behind the scenes to make sure I was that getting the treatment I needed and it was safe, just blew me away. Mm, wow. Blew me away. And it, you know, how he, you know, got into his little kayak, was looking for me with the campers and brother can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, there's something about him. He continued to pursue me. Mm. Um, and over time, over that time, I just saw him like, you know, he, he's the one. 
because mm-hmm. who else would do this for me? Right. You know, right. But you're, even a, a good friend might be like, you on your own, I'm sorry you're sick, but he pursued yes. me in such mm-hmm. a way mm-hmm. um, that had to be love. Wow. So wow. he demonstrated love to me, for me, which made mm-hmm. me love him more. Wow, wow. So did you have to come back, like, was it a big moment when you finally said, I love you to him, that? He was, he was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, kind of, like I said, we were young. We were in our early, early 20s. Yeah. So super young, but um, I, I don't remember all the details. I just remember him saying, okay. Oh, man, this is huge. So we're going to have to take a short break. Um, and so uh, we got a couple, we, we only got to question one. So we got a couple more questions to get through, Danisha. So hang on, and then we'll see you guys well, on Sunday. A delicious word. Let's Hey everybody, it's your girl Roxanne, and today we're making a stuffed tomato. Now, if you're anything like me, you may have stocked up on some non-perishables when we first were asked to start social distancing. I got some rice and for some reason, kidney beans. And so I guess today we're going to put those kidney beans to use. (laughs) Um, When I was last at the store, I was able to also pick up some tomatoes and fresh basil. And so we're going to pair all these together and make our stuffed tomato. So we're going to get started by cooking that white rice and setting it aside. And then we're going to cut off the top of our tomato and then gut the tomato. And we don't want to throw anything away that we pull out of that tomato because we're going to use that to make our sauce that will also go in our stuffing. So with the inside of the tomato, we're going to just cut that up. We're going to add it to a pan with minced garlic and let that come to a nice simmer. And once you have that mixed together and it's making its own sauce, then we're going to add in our can of kidney beans. And I'm just draining these kidney beans and then adding them right on and mixing them in. I'm going to add in some oregano as well and then also some uh, fresh ground black pepper. And uh, once I've done that, I'm gonna mix it in and also just let it simmer for a little longer once everything has come to a boil. And um, while that's simmering, I'm going to now turn back to my white rice that I cooked and set aside. And I'm gonna cut up my um, fresh basil and add that to the rice. And with the fresh basil, I'm I'm using just about like two stems of the basil and um, I'm just gonna mix that into the rice and that flavor will stay nice and strong there. And by this time, my beans should be nice and warm and flavor is mixing well. So I'm gonna turn off those beans and add it into the rice and mix that up. So we have a nice um, bean and rice mixture and you'll smell the basil and everything. You'll have the hardiness of the beans. And we're now just gonna stuff our tomato. So that tomato that we get it out, we're gonna stuff the tomato and then put the top right back on, on it. And then stuff, put it, stuff the stuffed tomato. <laughs> put the stuffed tomato in the oven on 350 and let it cook for about 20 minutes. And what you'll notice is that that tomato's not gonna get brown, but it is gonna warm up and the tangy flavor is just gonna come piercing through and just be way more, um, just I don't know noticeable alive and just ugh, it'll make it make it so good <laughs> and so once that's done it's good for about 20 minutes you can take it out and then dig right in I added just a little bit more ground pepper onto it just because I like that fresh crunch of the brown ground pepper um, but yeah you can definitely this is something you could definitely have flexibility with if you want you can add cheese into the rice and beans and stuff um, before you put it in your tomato Feel free to have fun with it, all right? Give it a try. Let me know what you think. Until next time.
morning, everybody. Wasn't that delicious? It was. Mm. Oh, that cook is so good, man. Oh, good. That's good. Mm. Putting it down. You know, we had a conversation at work today. I work with, you know, different people from different backgrounds. And uh, one of the young ladies I work with is from Africa. And she was asking me, can I cook? I said, not really. She said, I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you as a black woman. You know, and then she started listing stuff. You be on how to make fried chicken. I said, not really. You don't know how to make macaroni and she just going down the list. Oh my gosh. As if you didn't say no at first. You're like nothing? <laughs> I said, I can make some lasagna. You know? Did you did you get credit for lasagna? Say it again. Did you get any credit for the lasagna? Or I not? got credit for the lasagna, but in her mind, that's not like soul food. No soul. Oh. Yeah, she's disappointed in me. So anyway, we laughed about it. Because I don't care. <laughs> Cool. So we are on uh, a Zoom call with Danisha, and uh, Danisha asked the coach, "Well, she's breaking us off some wisdom." I oh know. I know. It's good stuff. So good. So we have, uh, I think, a couple more questions for her. Uh, so take it away, Roxy. Okay. So next question is: I know marriage is hard work, but I feel like I'm doing it on my own. My husband feels distant. I ask if he's okay, he says yes. If I probe more, he says he's fine, but I know he's not. How do you work on a marriage when the other person isn't being honest with you? Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, <clears throat> the first thing I would say is if you've asked your husband over and over multiple times that, you know, is something wrong? Are we good? Um, and his response is the same, then at what point do you turn and work on yourself? Oh, <clears throat> not what I expected you to say. <laughs> oh. You know, sometimes it's not, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You've heard me say this before. Um, so in a matter of, it could be the question might not, he might not be ready to answer that question yet, but by working on yourself, working on what's valuable to you in the relationship, what's valuable, you know, if communication is valuable to you, how do you increase your capacity to communicate better, to ask better questions? Um, you know, what is it in yourself that you think would help the conversation along? Do you need, I don't know, maybe you need to do something to get his undivided attention. Are you asking him when he's got his phone in his hand? Are you asking him questions while you're at dinner? Are you asking him questions about how he feels? Um, you know, just before you go to bed. Sometimes the moment in which you ask the question may prohibit deeper conversation. Here's an example. Oftentimes, my husband and I will start to have what I call a too long conversation while we're brushing our teeth. <laughs> wow. While you're okay. brushing your teeth? Girl, while we're brushing our teeth. <laughs> it never ceases to fail. When you're getting up in the morning, we, we have a bath and we have double sinks. We can brush our teeth at the same time. Floss, 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 brush, brush, brush. I may ask a question that may turn into what needs to be an hour, hour and a half, or a full day conversation mm -hmm. that we only have about 15 minutes to talk about. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So, my fault. <laughs> I want to talk about it, but <laughs> obviously we don't have time. Right. And you haven't met my husband, Roxanne, but if you had, you would know he can be very long-winded because he's a preacher. 
go on and on and on. And I'm like, get to the point. So, so what I'm trying to say is sometimes you have to find a window of time where you can actually have a conversation. And so that might be another barrier. Like there might be a whole lot that he has to say, but the timing could just be off. So one, I would say maybe find time to work on yourself. What is it that you can better yourself in, in communication, um, in listening, if it's a podcast, like chat and chew, things that are, have asked questions where you can dig deeper and reflect on them for yourself to improve yourself, do that. Um, but also maybe ask him, you know, uh, is there a time where we can have a in-depth conversation on, and you, you set the topic, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I know you've been busy at work and you seem to have a lot of projects going on, you know, uh, how is that going for you? But I, I don't know if this now is a good time to talk about it or maybe later. So mm-hmm. how about we schedule time to just talk about whatever it is we want to talk about on Thursdays at six. Mm-hmm. Be intentional about setting the tone and the time for when you want to have the conversation and make sure it's not coming up at an inopportune time. Oh, we just got to some kind of notice. Um, like is that 40 minutes? I think we have like seven minutes left. Okay. All right. Um, I was going to ask you something about that. Um, what I heard that guys, when you say to them, "Can we talk?" They just shut down. Yeah, that like that means <laughs> doom yes. to them. That means doom. Yes, yeah. they automatically take it to the negative place, right? But yeah. if you set the tone and you say, "Hey, I want to talk about this," then they go, "Oh." Well, that's not what I expected. So yeah, we can talk about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can we talk as a cliffhanger? So they have yes. to yes. for all day what she want to mm-hmm. talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I'm in trouble. And if, yeah, you're right. Or, and especially if they get it in a text, because some couples are notorious for having text battles back and forth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you see that in the text, you're automatically going to go to the negative place. Mm-hmm. Especially if you receive it in the middle of the day while you're at work. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk? Okay. Well, what does she mean? What's going on? You know? Thumbs up. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. Focus mm. and intentional on what you want to talk about. I like that. Focus and intentional. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wow. This was loaded. We're going to have to do another episode here soon uh, with Ask the Coach, Ask Coach Janisha. Why don't you tell us, because we're going to have to end right now, but tell us where they can find you and all your socials. Thank you. You can find me at Donisha Norwood Smith on Facebook, or you can look me up on 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 the gram at Coach Donisha. Hey, yes. yes. And again, as always, we are super thrilled to have you guys with us. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but we are also on YouTube. <laughs> you might be watching, like, hey, I already know that, but <laughs> but we want to invite you to what did we say, Roxy? To subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Instagram at Chat and Chew Show. Yep. So this is a great episode. Today, I actually brought my pen. Let <laughs> me take some notes. So this is great. So again, thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next time. Say goodbye, lady. Bye-bye. <laughs> this show was brought to you by the Chat and Chew Company. Music by Elwood Jones. Lyrics by Roxanne. Bring a Chat and Chew live event to your organization. Contact us at chatandchewshow at gmail.com.
this, this podcast episode should be quarantined with kids. From hell. <laughs> quarantine and I'm going crazy. Is that how I you were going to finish this on these shows? I don't think that's what you were going to say. <laughs> My husband said, what time you? What time you doing it? I said seven. I'll be back. Is he back? No. Let's do question number five. 